...recklessly shooting down my bodyguards and cousin, Duchess Katerina Tanyunatari, while the normally tranquil dark mother screamed rapidly for my head. The video of the utterly unprovoked attack on Crown Prince Yorg Royal Enochitan Mesfel, the hero of the war with the aliens, ruler of the Unitari state, loyal subject of the Empire, and one of the most popular military commanders, caused a real stir rattling society's faith in the emperor's infallibility. Many leading aristocrats and politicians expressed a negative opinion of that event, including the heads of the blue, purple, and green great houses, as well as representatives of the Imperial Joint Chiefs of Staff. So the harsh ultimatum I issued in response was perceived by the majority of Imperial citizens as justified. But what happened after that? was thought by many to be impossible, and caught even me quite by surprise. Emperor August Royal Tol Tanakad backpedaled, and begged an official apology for the attack on the Unitari Embassy, agreeing to also pay me five billion in compensation for the murder of my diplomats and destruction of my yacht, Queen of Sin. The Emperor claimed the Dark Mother had been the impetus for the bloodbath in the Silver Palace, explaining that her treachery was rooted in a very old panic dread of non-human races, which gave her an incorrect view of the situation. August claimed to have been an unwilling victim, blindly following the Dark Mother's reasoning, which he'd grown accustomed to trusting over their three long centuries together. In his address to the people, the Emperor announced that he had dismissed the Dark Mother with honors, while his new truth-seeker, would be Krista, who had worked until that point for the ruler of the Blue House, Duchess Ovella Royal Stock Tan To be honest, I had never believed in the sincerity of the Emperor's regret. Not three months ago, and certainly not now. It was just that August Royal Akkad was not expecting to come up against such a severe reaction from society, and had certainly not foreseen that I would manage to avoid arrest and slip away from the Silver Palace. Confronted with a difficult dilemma, either have at least the Unitari State and Greenhouse leave the Empire, or admit guilt, August chose a third option. Try to cordon himself off by using the Dark Mother as a scapegoat. For a time, that really did dampen the anger in the Empire, although the Great House's trust in the throne world never returned to its former level. For my part, I was immediately suspicious when I asked to be compensated in ships and parts instead of money, and the throne world refused. I even made another offer, which wouldn't have cost the throne world a single credit, but would have affirmed the course to reconciliation. I asked to have my son Yorg Jr. named an official imperial crown prince, but, once again, the emperor said no. Then, when my specialist tried to order heavy laser cannons and warp drives from manufacturing facilities in the Imperial Corps for the new battleships and assault cruisers, they were refused everywhere without explanation. They all spoke to a restriction on selling high-tech military equipment to the Unitari State that, while not officially declared, did still exist de facto. Of course, such moves by the throne world did nothing to ease tensions. Obviously, given that, there could be no discussion of sending my daughter Likana back to her preparatory school in the throne world. 
So both Crown Princess the Connor Royal Yorg Tanyunatari and her closest friend, Crown Princess Natalie Royal Cruz Tanyunatari, had remained in unitary space. By the way, as for Likana, my daughter had come to breakfast wearing a set of warm pajamas adorned with silly cartoon characters and a pair of huge fluffy slippers on her bare feet. I wanted to note to the young princess that girls of her age were supposed to get dressed for the day before coming to breakfast, but the words got stuck in my throat because Princess Astra came into the small dining hall right after Lika in a near-identical get-up. Poofy white pajamas with pink frogs and little gray donkeys, plush slippers gaping up with huge googly eyes and a hood on her head with long bunny ears. Hi, Dad, said Lika, giving me a quick peck on the cheek and sitting cross-legged on a high chair. Have you heard the news? Astra is now owner of the...